And we're back, like we always do about this time. It's another <laughs> show of Before the Trey Count, a.k.a. Three Count. I'm your host, the unnamed host, a.k.a. Uh, too Cold, not Scorpio. But I'm just too cold. <laughs> Along just with other uh, co-host. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Osiris, a.k.a. Mr. Getting It Done. A.K.A. Mr. Sleepyhead. A.K.A. one half of the Tag Team Champs. Yes. A.K.A. one half of the Showcase Pro Wrestling Tag Champs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. all the things. Yes, and yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Well, uh, I guess this week uh, hasn't been, you know, with a lot of drama per se, but towards the end of the week, unfortunately, uh, there was a little situation uh, with uh, my man Big E. Yes. Uh, took a bad tumble uh, and, you know, did some severe damage to his, uh, you know, his neck, uh, you know, over, uh, I believe it was a German, not German suplex, but... Uh, belly to belly. Belly to belly uh, suplex. Overhead. Which, overhead suplex, yes, which we've probably seen countless times, you know, countless times over countless times. Oh, yeah. uh, but this one is just... A bad combination of it looked like he didn't get enough height, uh, and just everything you know, where where it, 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 where he unfortunately you know, uh, fell on top of his like neck basically, all his head basically, and it was not pretty. <clears throat> yes, no, it was not. It was, uh, you know, watching it, I, I think it was a combination of Rich Holland, he's coming from NXT. Mm-hmm. And I think he's used to working with smaller guys. Yep. And so, of course, it's a lot easier to throw a smaller guy overhead like that. Right, because you can use more of your strength to right. leverage. Right. Um, as opposed to Big E. And I think the other half of it, I don't think Big E usually gets thrown around like that, you know? Well, it's all, it's it's so uh, wild because, um, you know, Big E has his uh, spear through the ropes. And I always hold my breath when he does that because the way that he lands. And I always yes. thought, like, if that was going to be some sort of, you know, freakish accident that he had, that, that you know, could be the you know, contributor. But that was uh, totally not the case. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, when he does that spear through the ropes, that looks brutal, like, for him. Yeah. <laughs> he's going full speed. He's going through the middle rope. So right there you can, like, almost, like, you know, not decapitate yourself, but, like... Yeah. Those rings, those, you know, those ropes have no give. So going through yeah, that, not, uh, not a lot of room for error. No, especially at his size. Like right. you know, he's tall and he, you know, he has you know uh, weight to him too. So yeah, <clears throat> and it was on the outside. Uh, yes, of the ring. So you're not on, you know, mat. Uh, even though I'm curious, do you think the same? You think you had this? Would it happen if it happened in the ring? You think his injury would be as severe? Which, um, was it later um, as a, a broken neck, I believe. Yes, broken neck. Thankfully, he will not need surgery. I uh, just right. read this morning. Well, it seems like that, you know his his uh, muscles in his neck was probably strong enough for that type of. Uh, he did fracture, I believe. I forget which like section of his uh, neck, but it was. Usually, like a, a lesser man, you know, you'd be. <laughs> <Pretty> oh, <much. yeah. laughs> 
that's all she wrote. He's like, yeah. You're shaking and pushing and all done. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, thankfully, Big E's You think it would have been as severe? Um, I mean, I have to think, because in the ring, even though the ring is hard, it's got yeah. some give to it. Right, some cushion. Yeah, not not just cushion, but a little bit of bounce, because it's two by fours. So some shock absorption? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, on the concrete, there's there's cushion on the concrete in WWE. They've got that whole area matted, but it's it's, it's solid. It's not going anywhere, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that, I think, is the uh, the difference. Um, and I can say for myself, having taken bumps on the floor and taken bumps in the ring, yep. like, yeah, the, the ring is much better. Um, yep. At the end of the day, you land on your head. You land on your head. So yeah, it's, you know who knows. But yeah. I do think it would have been better in the ring. Right, right, right. Now, I, I was uh, I saw a tweet from um, Taz, and he highlighted that uh, to do suplexes in general, you can't use brute strength. It comes down to uh, technique and yes, popping the hips. Right. So I was going to say, so A, as the person giving the move, and B, the person receiving it, how do you, you know, take that so you don't, you know, have an accident like that? Um, well, and this kind of goes to what I was saying earlier about Rich Holland coming from NXT and being used to working with smaller guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and this is nothing against him. It's just this is how he was trained. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was trained to do suplexes as a work, which when you're big and strong and working small guys, you can do that. But like a real suplex, yeah, as Taz said, it's about technique and you gotta be able to pop the hips. So and when you say pop the hips, what does that mean? Yeah, it means basically getting your weight under your opponent um, and then driving through your your hips and your butt um, to, to get them up. And it's something that- Okay, so, all right. I'm I know. <laughs> to, I'm trying to get like a visual, like how does how are you supposed to, you know, what I'm saying, like do that. I got you. Um, I'm trying to think of, of a good example, and I, it's funny because I'm like the example I have in my head. I don't know if it's real or not. Because okay. <laughs> I'm picturing. Uh, Do you ever watch the Boondocks? Yes. Uh, I'm picturing grand granddad. Uh, yeah. Like humping the air. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um, and, and that's that's kind of kind of what you need to do for for mopping the hips. Okay. All right. Oh. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. So yeah, and it's one of those things that wrestlers like not pro wrestlers but amateur wrestlers like right. high school style. Um, that's something they're taught from a young age. Right. Um, and so it's something they know how to do. Like Brock Lesnar, when he does it, I mean, he can do that on anyone because he's been doing that on people as a shoot who are trying to fight against him doing it, you know, for, for <laughs> right. a long time. So he, he's like city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's got that technique down. Right. Um, but a guy like Rich Holland, who doesn't have a wrestling background, so he learned how to do it as a work. Ah. And we're working small guys, that's no problem. Like, you know, because you're strong, they're go- they're going to help, and they're going to go flying. Right. But you're working a big guy like Big E, it's a very different situation. And and also, Big E, he doesn't usually take bumps like that, so he might not know necessarily how to properly take that. Ah, okay. Because I can't think of any time seeing somebody give Big E, like, an overhead belly-to-belly suplex before. 
Well, then he had, um, when he had a triple threat with Brock and Roman, did he receive any? Um, I think he took some Germans. Oh, okay. Okay. But, but yeah, not the overhead belly to belly. Okay. All right. Well, I think the combination of those two things. Just bad timing. Yeah. Yep. Bad timing, bad combination of people to be doing it. Mm. And bad to be doing it on the floor. Mm. Yeah. Almost like, yeah. Would, would you consider like a throw? That was a, like a throwaway spot then? I mean, it turned out to be. Like, <laughs> like that, that's, that's the shape of it. Like, I don't know where it's supposed to go. Um, the rumor is they're building towards a uh, six man tag at WrestleMania. Right. Because uh, Xavier Woods is going to be good to go for that. Right. But uh, now it seems like that's out of the question. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, with that spot, I, I don't know, you know, how the match was supposed to end, but I feel like that spot didn't add to the match in a big way. Right. Yeah, man. Um, so, I guess, uh, you know, hopefully going forward, if you're Big E, uh, is this, do you call it a rap right now? You know, uh, obviously, you know, you try to get back to 100%, but do you try to look forward going back to the ring at, at this, you know, stage of the game? Or are you like, all right, I'm just, you know, might have to chill for a minute. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's looking to get back in the ring. Um, okay. It's great that he doesn't need surgery. Right. So he's just going to be sitting and healing. Um, if Big E is for some reason listening to this or anybody that has access to Big E is listening to this, uh, get him a Sonec. P-S-O-N-E-C-K. Okay. It is one of my favorite devices uh, that I personally use. Okay. Uh, I actually have a discount code, but I don't remember it. It's like Osiris98712, I think, something like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just this little plastic, um, square. It's like the size of your hands mm-hmm. uh, and it's got all these, uh, knobs on it mm-hmm. and, uh, you literally just lay down on it, like on your neck. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the knobs like dig into your neck, um, and like, just kind of, I guess, uh, release tension. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, it's, I've been using that, uh, since my comeback in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at one point my neck was really tight and stiff. Um, I don't know if I, if I had took a bad bump or if it was just not being used to bumping. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the, with thanks to the so neck, like I, I feel great. Nice. Nice. Um, <clears throat> did that put any doubt? Uh, if you're coming back, if you had wrestler coming back from injury like that, of like the you know of nerves of just taking any bumps, like is that even like a a, a thought? Oh, yeah, no, sure it is. It has to be. <clears throat> I don't think you can go through something like that and not think about it. Okay. Um, but I think it's one of those things you you know you get back into it and you do it and you get it out of your mind. Okay. And maybe you say to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to take a bump like that again. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Uh-huh. You know, I was watching it with the queen and uh, she was explaining to me how for her as a, um, I don't want to say as a fan, that's not the right word. Um, you know, I guess for her as my partner and her watching. Yep. 
like she she watches some guys who think she thinks isn't safe and she's like man like i don't want you to work with people like that mm-hmm. and i always tell her like you know i'll be all right like i know how to protect myself mm-hmm. and so we watch this and she's like i'm sure biggie knows how to protect himself but look what happened mm-hmm. and uh but i explained to her i'm like <laughs> he could have and, and there's a bunch of reasons i'm sure why he didn't mm-hmm. um, but he could have said no to that um, and I've done that in matches. I've been like, yeah, no, I'm not going to take that crazy thing from you. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, you know, need to protect yourself. It is a dance, you know, with you and your opponent, uh, making sure that nobody gets harmed at the end of the day. But, yeah, you do have to sometimes go in for business for yourself as well, just to be on the up and up. Right, you know, and there are certain things. Like, it's funny, I, I don't like to take back body drops. Um, if I was on WWE TV getting paid WWE money, I would absolutely take a back body drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on a lot of these indie shows, you know, a guy will recommend it and I'll be like, yeah, no, that's okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say, um, yeah, because, you know, taking those like uh, bumps where you can, you know, hit your head at a bad angle and, you know, do some damage, I, you know, always hold my breath and be like, oh, geez, there we go. But, you know, whenever I see any wrestler, I'm just like, oh, here it goes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you know. And so, yeah, it's times like that you got to, and sometimes you got to smartly and politely go into business for yourself. You know? Yep, yep. Now, on the other end, if you're uh, Rich Holland, how do you get your, um, you know, mojo back in regards to we don't second guess if I'm not, if I'm going to hurt this person or not, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Back and, in that regards um i mean i think one good thing he may have going for him mentally yep that big e is a huge guy right and so mentally he might be like you know what like i can't do this move on big guys right right well uh, he could it's just like you we're going back you know with taz it has to take practice and technique Yes, yes, practice and technique, but that's right. one of those things. I, I think that takes years to really get down. Well, when Taz was doing his Taz plexes and all that stuff, was he doing generally bigger dudes? Because he's just he's even smaller than you know. Uh, uh, yeah, it. So like, I'm, I'm curious. Like, you know, what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, but Taz has a wrestling and judo background. Ah, uh, okay. So, so yeah, he knows like the the actual techniques and not just the work way. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, man, like they say, uh, don't try this at home. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? But thankfully, in the long scheme of things, in the wrestling business, you don't really see a lot of, you know, broken necks like that in, in a, you know, a match. I can only count maybe like, a, maybe a handful, you know what I'm saying, at, at the most. Yeah, like the, the grand ones that of- come to me that come to my mind is uh, Benoit and Sabu. Yep. Um, Stone Cold and uh, Owen Hart. Yep. And that's all I'm. And this recent one, that's all I'm getting. <clears throat> yeah, for Broken Neck specifically, off the top of my head, that's all I got. I'm sure there's some others. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that's um, the pitfalls in, in ECW. That wasn't work. <clears throat> Nah, I, th- I think the actual broken neck was a shoe. Okay, but the whole when Shane Douglas took his leg. Yeah. Right. Oh. That that was a work. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> but 
but that's still a good you know percentage in the scheme of how long professional wrestling has been on television for or just in business in general for sure i mean but again we'd have to really do some research to see you yeah know, I guess what, like the more on the indie scenes that possible you know obviously possibly oh i'm sure on the indie scenes especially <laughs> with, with some of these bad indie companies out there um i don't know if you remember that that fall river show from way back in the day where i teamed with mike bennett yes uh, and uh, I, I feel like four or five people on that show got stretched out on an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know that's what that's, that's why they say those try us at home. You know, what I yes, mean? Uh, yeah. professionals. Exactly. So, uh, do you think uh, that moves could be a fan per se? No. Okay. All right. Definitely not. Um, you- uh, it's funny. I'm like WWE. I guess you never know. Right. They could go into reactionary mode and be like, all right, no one's doing this move again. But I feel right. like, I mean, Rich Holland's got a good record of doing it in NXT, but again, it's just against small guys. Well, as I say, he also has a record of, unfortunately, I think he there, there was another bad bump that he was involved with. Uh, I'm trying to remember who was against, uh, but he took a power slam. He was given a power slam, but... His opponent, when he power slammed him, sort of landed on the his neck as well. Oh, jeez! Uh, so I was gonna say, like, do you see <clears throat> when you see a wrestler like that? You know, who has probably had a couple, you know, botches uh, in regards to you know hurting guys. Uh, do you think they should be brought up to the you know the the big leagues that quickly if they're still green? <clears throat> or no, go back to you know, have them sit down for a while or send them back to the development leagues? Yeah, I mean, I would say send them back to developmental for a little bit. And and I think the the problem right now with WWE in particular yeah. is they don't want wrestlers. Right. That, you know, so they're hiring people who have no wrestling background and then they're trying right. to fast track them. Like, we can make you a wrestler in a year. Right. <clears throat> and uh, it used to be like when I first started, uh, I, I was told under no certain circumstances, like, be prepared to, like, be learning this for five, six years before WWE even thinks about looking at you. Right. And it's like, yeah, because they used to want, like, experienced, talented people who, you know, they've had five, six years of experience, got worked out all the kinks and, you know, kind of have an idea of what they're doing. Right. Right. True. So, as yourself, as a, you know, wrestler, uh, when you see a clip like that, does that put any doubt or fears into your head or you just, you know, treat it like any normal, you know, normal thing in the biz? Yeah, treat it like any normal thing in the biz. Um, and thankfully, you know, again, it, it was a overhead belly-to-belly suplex. That's such a specific thing. Right. Um, you know, one of the worst things I've ever seen, I saw a guy break his ankle on a, uh, like, he was sliding under, like, someone, like, doing a... a um, big boot right those uh what do you go baseball slide there we go <laughs> and, uh, he, he caught the wrong way and broke his ankle Ooh. that messed with my mind because that's such a simple thing you know was he a big guy no okay not okay. even um but, but yeah, it was just such a simple thing just one of those you know man that just went the wrong way yeah um so that messed with me mentally for a little bit but okay. Uh, but something like this, where it's like, oh, like a belly-to-belly overhead suplex, that's mm-hmm. that's got a good good chance of going wrong, <laughs> you know. 
Okay. Now, would you take any belly to belly suplexes <clears throat> from anyone? Uh, overhead? Yeah. Uh, from Brock Lesnar. Okay. So if they had size? Size and, and skill. Okay. <clears throat> uh, that That's the other part of it. And that's why I'm like Brock Lesnar, because I'm like, he's been belly to belly overhead and suplexes people since he was like five. Right, right. But I mean, if you're going into the ring with a guy that you never met before, how are you going to know what their skill level is until y'all actually start, you know, doing your thing? Oh, then I, I would just, if I don't know, then I'm just telling them now. Oh, okay. We'll do something else. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. But yeah, Ooh. I would take it from Lesnar. I would take it from Kurt Angle. I would take it from Taz. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take it from Gable Stevenson. Mm-hmm. So basically anyone with an amateur wrestling background amateur wrestling background that's strong and like right. you know should know what they're doing <laughs> yeah hopefully that's you know everyone yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah so hopefully you know uh speedy recovery the big e uh, yes uh, you know that whew, was uh crazy to see <clears throat> big time big time but again i mean Thankfully, he doesn't need surgery. So, right. I guess uh, that's a, a, a overlook or underlook uh, thing is in regards to when you hit the gym, make sure your neck is strong to take. <laughs> yes, yes. Because it'll lessen, you know, uh, damage, whatever. Hopefully, nothing happens. But if it did, you can somewhat sustain it. <laughs> exactly. Like, look at uh, Brock Lesnar when he did that shooting star press at WrestleMania. Oh, crazy yes and uh but yeah the, having that big strong neck those powerful traps <clears throat> it helps absorb uh that impact it does so i guess uh moving on to uh, other topics um i don't know if you watch uh, nxt but I, um, I heard about it yes so there's a new nxt champion yes ziggler which, which is cool. I mean, for him because he seldom gets any, you know, gold. But um, <laughs> if you are, you know, been wrestling in the big shows, you know, for the majority of your career, and then you get not demoted, but I'm like, he definitely it, wasn't demoted. Like, it's not like he was like, oh, you need to go to developmental, right? But like, do you see that as like, I don't know, like, is, is that like? It's not insult, but do you look? Do you feel some type of way when you're like, that's your situation? Okay, him and Bobby Roode are like now on NXT. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I feel you. Um, and, and yeah, I guess I would say, I don't think it's looked at as a demotion for sure. And uh, if anything, I think they probably were pitched it like, hey, we're going to use you guys to help boost ratings and to, you know, help work with some of these younger guys. Okay. Okay. And when it's pitched like that, it's like, okay, cool. Like, it's almost like getting a push or a promotion. Okay. Okay. Still, you want to fail some type of way? Um... I don't know. I mean, Dolph Ziggler would have plenty of reason to feel some type of way for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, he's arguably one of the most talented wrestlers that company has, and uh, he doesn't get used very well. <clears throat> but, um, you know, I think it's a, 
it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't think he would feel some kind of way about it. I, I think, you know, based on how he's been used on TV, this is the best use of him in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least they're giving him belt. So it's like, you know, if you get help the other young, the young guys, at least you, you have something to put on your shoulder. Yeah, yep, exactly. You know, I just, I dig it, not because I'm a Dolphins uh, fan, but I just like the unpredictability of it all. You know what yes. I'm saying? That, that's what makes wrestling at its best. Right. You need more of that instead of you be like, oh, we you know this person's going to go over because such and such and such and such, such, such. You know? Right. Like, I, I did not see it coming. Dolph won in that belt. I was like, oh, he's just there to be, you know, if anything, I thought he might be the guy that takes the pinfall. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah. Good, you know, good for him. Hopefully, uh, it'll you know, add some uh, additional eyes, uh, A, on the, you know, NXT uh, guys, and, you know, as well as, you know, hopefully can add some, you know, new storyline. Yes. You know, um, yeah. Uh, so now we are two weeks away from Mania? Uh, well, three weeks from yesterday. Okay, so three weeks. So far, how is, uh, things lining up for you uh, I mean, you know uh, in regards to that are you getting excited for it or you content right now it's funny um, from a, a uh, trip perspective and a show perspective uh, because I uh, I kind of take each day as it comes okay so, so I'm not yet hyped for mania like okay. I am but I'm not um, and what I mean by that is I'm like, oh, like, I've, I've got three weeks to get through. Right. Um, you know, so I'm like, I think once we get to that week before. Right. Um, so, I th- you know, then at that point, I'll be like, oh, like, mania is the thing that's coming up. Now I'm hyped about it, you know. Right. But uh, but right now, like, I'm like, oh, like, this coming weekend, uh, I've got two shows coming up. Right. Uh, Friday, March 18th is Showcase Pro Wrestling's March anniversary. That's their WrestleMania. Dope. Uh, so, yeah. Where's so, where that? That's going to be in Taunton, Massachusetts. All right. What's the dates again for anybody that does listen and want to check it out? Yeah. Uh, Friday, March 18th, Taunton, Massachusetts. Uh, Showcase Pro Wrestling. The show is at 7.37 p.m. Is bell that time. bell time? Okay. All right. Cool. Yep. 7.37 p.m. bell time. Um and uh, or is it seven thirty five? Might be seven thirty five p.m. bell time. Okay. Um, but either way, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, the fellowship and tag team action defending our tag titles. Uh, I assume. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's why I say I assume we'll be defending our tag titles. I haven't actually officially seen. What we're doing yet? Oh, okay. Um, but but yeah, it'll be showcase's biggest show of the year. Um, so I've got that on the horizon, and then the next night, uh, something I'm potentially even more excited about mm-hmm. is uh, doing a show in Billerica, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, for it, it's being called Pop Up Wrestling. Um, I don't want to call it a new promotion because I don't know that there will be another show after this one. Okay. Um, but uh, there, I, you know, it's being run but in conjunction 
with uh, um, wow, this is horrible. Uh, Mashup Wrestling. There we go. Um, (laughs) Which uh, Mashup Wrestling Network on YouTube and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, They they cover local New England uh, wrestling. All the companies: Chaotic, MCW, uh, Limitless. Uh, beyond, you know, so all the all the local wrestling companies mm-hmm. uh, in New England, and uh, so they are helping put together this pop up show in, in Billerica, mm-hmm. um, and uh, should be pretty interesting. Um, I- I'm excited about it myself because uh, they saw my uh, the debut of my new gimmick at NCW um, was that like a week or two ago. And uh, they loved it, and they they immediately like started reaching out to people to try to get a hold of me because no one knows how to actually reach me directly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I felt very flattered uh, as a talent, um, you know, that they were putting in so much work to to try to get a hold of me, and that they liked the gimmick so much, um, and they wanted to to put me on the show. Um, so I'm excited, you know, I'm flattered to be part of it. And then I'm excited to, to work on this gimmick and to, uh, show it to an audience that hasn't seen it before. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, do you, so you don't have an opponent at the current time? <clears throat> uh, as far as I know, my opponent will be Vinnie Abruzzi. Okay. Um, when I was negotiating uh, in regards to all that, uh, basically it was left off at um, the management team was going to confirm with Vinny Abruzzi Obru- that uh, he was okay working babyface and that he was okay with working against me and in the fashion that I want to work. Um, and they basically said if it was a problem, they would get back to me and no one's gotten back to me. So I'm going to assume everything is all good. Okay, so what's the fashion that you want to work? <laughs> um, well, or do you want to hold that secret? No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, no secret. Uh, okay. I, uh, people should know, especially if they want to come out and see it. It is yeah. uh, Japanese strong style, um, you know, hard hits and uh, no leg slapping. Ah, okay, all right. Um, so, uh, Vinny, a Bruzy, uh, is he normally a, a heel? Uh, that I'm not too sure. Uh, okay, I, I looked up some footage of him. Yeah, because um, I was familiar with the name. What's up? No, he said the stipulation that he would have to work as a face. Yeah, yeah, because I am only working heel. Oh, okay. Um, and if you don't want to bring me in as a heel, cool. You don't need to bring me in. <laughs> you know. Yep. yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that was that was my stipulation. I looked up some footage of him. I've seen him uh, mainly work heel, but I also saw a match with him and Stephen Lust at New World Wrestling. Okay, and, uh, he was working baby for that, so I'm like, okay, he can do it. Okay, all right, nice. Um, cool, 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 cool. Where in Bill Rick is it? At the ice rink. Um, I'm oh, guessing has one ice rink, but hold on, I can actually. Let's give some better information than that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. And that's the 19th? So you said the 18th, you'll be in uh, time? Yes, yep. Okay. So yeah, that'll be the 19th in Billerica. Here we go. <laughs> Mashup Wrestling. Uh, 
live pro wrestling the March 19th. Bill, oh, not at the ice rink. I don't know why I thought this was at the ice rink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's at the Billerica Elks Lodge. Okay. okay. Uh, when's bell time? Uh, let's see. Six o'clock bell time. Six o'clock bell time. All right, cool. Crazy. Uh, all right, nice. Mashup Wrestling, the 19th, and then you got Showcase on the 18th. So your weekend, you are going to be sore, my friend. <laughs> Potentially. You're going to need some icy hot. <laughs> oh, Tiger Bomb, my man. It's all about the Tiger Bomb. <laughs> oh goodness but yeah so leading up to mania you got wow so the end of uh mid-march to april you can have a nice fun-filled uh times yes no oh, definitely definitely got some shows in between now and then and then mania time's gonna go by very quickly yeah yeah oh real quick um since we talked about Big E but initially also in that match wasn't it a debut of uh, Pete Dunne's new name change yes <laughs> like that's the, unfortunately the accident overshadowed everything but of uh, uh, busting this uh, now Pete <laughs> referred to as one half of the Bushwhackers uh, Bush <laughs> indeed, indeed. And, uh, the queen just vomited in her mouth a little bit uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> The, the federation and then name changes. Yes, you know, because it's all about licensing. Uh, well, you know, Braun Breaker was a little uh, different, but uh, yeah, Butch. Yeah. They like yeah. first name things, like, they on like. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, I think before um, What's His Face left, Buddy Murphy left, they were just going to change him to, just to Murphy? Yeah, they did change him to just Murphy. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Yes. Uh, that's crazy. And they changed Matt Riddle to just Riddle. Oh, really? Yeah, yep. He's no longer Matt Riddle? No, he's now just Riddle. Why are they going with these one name? Like, do you think anybody's like Madonna or Beyonce or something like that? Like, I, I honestly could see that. I could see Vince McMahon in the back. He's like, we need these one name stars. Like, Madonna. Cher. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. That's so weird. <clears throat> I mean, from everything I understand, Vince might be a weird guy. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. But uh, a lot of it is, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it all you got to follow the dollar trail. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it comes down to licensing and they want to own these names. Um, you know, so that, but, but why they give them just the one name name, I, I don't know. And you really, uh, it's, not, it's not marketable. Like, say if, you know, Pete Dunn becomes a household name and he's on like, you know, a talk show like "Welcome Butch, everybody." <laughs> it doesn't really flow off the tongue that well. It's not marketable. <clears throat> it does not. But it's uh, oh yeah, good stretch. Um, <laughs> I imagine. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Um, oh, what was that movie? Beyond the Mat. Yes. Uh, Great documentary. Yes, uh, one of the greatest. Um, I might have to go back and see it now that you just brought that up. That Wrestling Shadows, I remember as a kid, ran to the video store. I was just blown away. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I got it too. The Queen's never seen either one of those. So, what? Yeah. Right? Like, after this, you just immediately sit her down and, like, just <laughs> make her watch it. 
Seriously. Um, uh, only saw mission. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <Yeah. Zach>. Uh, <laughs> also, I just stick her in the neck and jab her with some sort of sleeping potion. She wakes she up. She's like, uh, yeah, does she watch it? She wakes up, she's chained to the TV. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I mean, <laughs> deviate away from the conversation, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, that new Batman movie. Oh, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, okay. heard good things. My sister saw it twice. Oh, wow. And uh, we saw that it was playing in some 4D theater in Randolph. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, I might have to check that out. Yeah, 4D. That's a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, too, also, we got we might have to do like an episode just on Beyond the Mat and uh, Wrestling with Shadows. Yeah. You know, because the... Well, definitely uh, wrestling, uh, wrestling shadows because that is like, you know, folklore, but also beyond that too. But I feel like people talk about wrestling shadows more than any one of those. Uh, oh, you for know, sure. I mean, the, the Montreal screw job. Oh, but like I said, obviously, you know, beyond um, beyond the man because it was, you know, also, you know, it, it took the curtain behind, you know, Mick Foley and like his like. I don't know if it was if it was a work or a shoot, but his like heat, but you know, with the rock oh, at the yeah. time as well. So, but yeah, we definitely need to do a deep dive into that uh, in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and the reason why I brought that movie up is yep. uh, so in regards to Pete Dunne being Butch. Yep. Um, I I just picture that scene with Vince McMahon and uh, Draws. Ah, classic. And, and he's like trying to explain to him. He's like, "We've had Hawk. We've had Animal." And now we've got puke. <laughs> and Draws just has to sit there and like take it. Like, so that's my new name is Puke. <laughs> but that didn't last too long, though. No, thankfully. it did not, thankfully. Yeah, he went. But see, Draws, that's a good one name, you know, name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. And it holds, it makes sense it holds it the like character all in that one name, you know? Right. Oh, snap. There's another crazy neck injury. Yeah, yeah, him and D'Lo. Yeah, which definitely went sideways. <clears throat> Absolutely, that's that's arguably probably the worst one. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Because at least with Sabu, he was able to recover, yeah. I believe. Uh, but he if you ever saw wrestled for another thirty years, <laughs> yeah. But if you definitely saw clips of that, uh, uh, was that that was a back body job though, right? With Sabu's and Ben Wallace. I think Wall- that was a back body drop onto the table. Okay. Was it? I think so. I might have to go to, yeah, check that out, the archives. But, yeah, draws, that definitely. But, see, that one, What they said it was because a fan threw a drink in the ring. Right. And, you know, D-Lo slipped. So, that wasn't, and he was already, like, you know what I'm saying? I think in prone position about to, like, you know, hit the impact of the move. You know, but, Yeah. Fans don't throw nothing in the ring, so you'll injure permanently injure your favorite superstar. Seriously, you know, 
just be a fan observe <laughs> <laughs> right um but uh yeah uh craziness but like you said that's the business don't try this at home exactly you know um yeah so what's going on in the uh, AEW world since your AEW correspondent <laughs> yeah man AEW had a uh, big week this week okay um coming off of uh was the Revolution pay-per-view last week or the week before? Last week. I think we covered because uh you guys um saw it up to I think it was like twelve thirty and she like fell asleep, something like that. That's right, that's right. Um so yeah, yeah. Yeah, so did you finish the you eventually finish the pay-per-view? Yes we did. Okay. What were the matches that you guys saw that you didn't see before? Um what were the last matches of the pay-per-view that we watched? I want to say Daniel Bryan and John Moxley. Okay, the dog collar match. No, no, that was just a singles match. The dog collar match was CM Punk and MJF. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, Daniel Bryan and John Moxley. They had a barn burner of a match, and then oh, the debut of Lord Steven Regal. Ah, so, so okay. Yeah, I can't. I got released from. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So it uh, looks like he's going to be managing the two of them now. So they're tag team now? I think so. Okay. And uh, they wrestled a tag match on Dynamite this past week. Um, and Re- yeah, Regal came out with them and he cut a promo about how life of hard living and blah, 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 blah. But like yep. Daniel Bryan, like, you know, like mentioned his name every interview. And so that, you know, gave him life and reason to live. And then okay. with John Moxley, and he's like, you know, we've got more similarities than people realize. And okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, I, I dig it, though. Um, I think that's going to be a good... I don't know if there'll be a team or a group or what, but either way, I dig it. Okay. okay. Um, and then the, the probably the biggest news... Well, well, not to gloss over the pay-per-view, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the pay-per-view was solid. The, the main event, Hangman Page against Adam Cole, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, solid match. I, I think the wrong guy won, but uh, <laughs> okay. but I don't know. Uh, it's funny. I love Hangman Page. Yep. I don't think right now is his time. Yeah, I know you've uh, discussed this in the past. Um, yes. So time wise, how long would you give him to be like? All right, now it's now it's proper. <clears throat> um, like, I would you give him? another year it's tough to answer that because okay. if, if Danielson Adam Cole really just those two maybe even yep. CM Punk yep. but, but really if Danielson and Adam Cole didn't come into the company mm-hmm. I, I would have I, I'd have no problem with Hangman's title reign right now okay but when you've got Danielson and Adam Cole in there and Danielson is clearly the best wrestler on the roster okay like hands down Okay. I think it makes it tough to not have him as your champ. But then the other part, Adam Cole is the most over wrestler on your roster, hands down. Okay. And so I think it makes it tough to not have him as the champ. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's the only thing I'm like, I love Hangman. I love what they're doing with him, but it's just not his time. Uh, okay. He's overshadowed by these other guys. Yeah, but I mean, it's just sounding like he's not going to have a time if they're going to be there for a while. 
Um, I mean, it could come down the line, but just right now, like right now, they're building Hangman while he's the champ. Mm-hmm. A- and I would not have done it that way. I would, I would book him in all the exact same matches that he's having, just without the title on the line, and build him up to the point where people are like, "We want to see this guy with the title." Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. But you just don't want to wait too long to where he's, you know, out of his prime. Oh, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, and I guess in my head, without knowing too many details, because we can't predict the future. Right. But in my head, I would say if everything else stayed the same in a vacuum, probably a year from now would be a good time for him. Okay. Uh, okay. But in that year from now, they could sign someone like a Killer Cross, who I would be like, well, you need to make this guy the champion. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So who knows, you know? Um, it's also tough seeing Punk is definitely like he he's getting his uh, his sea legs back. Okay. Um, you know, so when Punk is at his best, might have to argue of making him the champion. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, what MJF? What's that? Would you ever put the belt on MJF? Um, you could make an argument for it. Okay. Right now, I wouldn't. I would say it's not his time either. Okay. Um, I, I say you either put it on Danielson or Cole, um, but Punk is coming along. It, it could be Punk's time very soon. What would you man, Keith? Keith Lee? Yep. Keith Lee! Um, if they didn't just make Scorpio Sky the TNT champion, I would say Keith Lee would be a great TNT champion. Okay. But not heavy, not world champ? No, I wouldn't make him world champ. Okay. Not, not yet. Okay. But uh, with Scorpio Sky being the TNT champion, um, which I guess I, I just jumped the shark a little bit, uh, or not jump the shark, jump the lead, maybe is the right term. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, he uh, on Dynamite this past week, Scorpio Sky beat Sammy Guevara for nice. the uh, TNT championship. Yes. Um, and I definitely I, I back that. Um, yep. I think they've been wasting Scorpio Sky. Well, I think him and uh, Ethan Page, their tag has been pretty decent. Yeah, I I agree. It's been all right, but I don't know. I think Scorpio Sky is so talented. Um, oh, yeah, he's definitely, you know, personality. I'll give him that. And he yeah. can, you know, get busy in the ring, too. Exactly, exactly. So um, so I'm glad to see him get the belt. Um, as Jade Cargill pointed out, they currently have three black champions in AEW. Oh. What's up? Who are they? Uh, Jade Cargill, right? The, uh, TBS champion. Okay. Uh, Scorpio Sky, the TNT champion. Okay. And uh, I didn't know he was black, but Ricky Starks, the FTW champion. He is. Was he mixed? He must be. Okay. I don't know, but that's who Jade Cargill put on her list. So I was like, okay. Okay. All right. We said get my man Hobbs up there. We can have four. Right. <laughs> I have Hobbs take the belt off of Ricky Starks personally. <laughs> oh, for, uh, the FTW? but is the FTR belt actually recognized as somewhat as something? No, and that's the whole. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I can see you know the TNT and the TBS one almost like the US titles, but it was like the FTR, like the, Euro- the European title. <laughs> <laughs> Not even, I guess, technically. Because that's the whole point of it. It's like the anti-establishment belt. So it's it's more like, yeah, it was like the twenty-four-seven belt. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite a joke like that. Okay, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it, it's ultimately it's Taz's belt, but you know. So when uh, Taz right. goes, it goes. 
Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Um, so, uh, yeah, what else? Um, since you said that uh, Scorpio is now a title holder, what else has happened in uh, the, the latest? Uh, the, uh, uh, the biggest eight. news was the uh, ridiculous debut of Jeffrey Nero Hardy. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, how, how was that? The Hardy Boys are reunited? Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> Although they are no longer the Hardy Boys. Uh, Where are they? They are now either the Hardys or the Hardy Brothers. Okay, Vince owns it? I assume, yeah. Okay. But also, I think they're a little old to be Hardy Boys anyways. True. And uh, so, so yeah, I don't mind the, the name change. Um, but the, the run-in was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> the Queen and I were laughing as we were watching it. First, they did a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Hardy was getting beat up and like the crowd was chanting for Jeff. Mm-hmm. And then Sting and Darby <laughs> Allen came out. Okay. And, uh, that was a cool... Sting is some Yeah. Was he like 60-something? That is a very attractive question. Um... He probably is. Let's see. We've we've got That's the crazy. chain at our at our uh, disposal. Let's find out. That's why. Age. Oop! This is the singer. Um, <laughs> so the stinger is. Yeah. Seven, the, I'm sorry, not the stinger. The singer is 70 years old. Um, oh. But let's see what the wrestler, Sting, age WWE. He is 62 years old. Is he still going? Like, is he still getting busy? A little bit here and there. He does some tag stuff with Darby Allen. Okay. That's so funny. This uh, article, it's, uh, it says, Sting started wrestling when Ronald Reagan was the president of the United States. That's a really, really long time ago. Yeah, because Reagan was in office for uh, two terms. Right. <laughs> so was he, did, he, did he start in his first term or second? That is a very attractive question, you know. Oh, wow, big time, big time. But uh, but yeah, no, he's he's still doing all right though. He looks pretty good, all things considered. Okay. I mean, he's wrestling with a t-shirt on, but so yeah, he's been doing that for years though. What's up? He's been doing that for years though. Yes, he he has, and uh, that's why Hogan won't put him over. Hilarious! Oh, uh, he finally retired. Yes. Uh, well, I don't know if he's officially said he's retired, but he said he's not getting back in the ring. Right, right. So I guess he can still do talking, uh, you know, appearances. Because, yeah, he, uh, but yes, he, he said uh, after 23 surgeries, he, he'd want to That's get That's crazy, because he never took that many high-impact bumps. That leg drop every night, brother. That really... And the old the, WWE the, the 23 surgeries worth of damage? I think probably a combination of that that leg drop in the old WWE ring, especially. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's just your weight coming down on your tailbone and hips. Like, okay. Not good for you. Okay. Um, and then also, uh, as funny as it may sound, like him wrestling and slamming all these big guys. Yeah. Probably not good for the back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy though. It is. It is. But uh, but yeah, but uh, the Jeff Hardy running though, because uh, <laughs> it was silly. Um, so Sting and Darby Allen they come running out, and then uh, they're getting beat up. Um, 
And uh, it's like, man, like, who, who can save the day? And then all of a sudden, the, the Hardy Boys theme song hits, which uh, mm-hmm. apparently WWE did not own that. No, oh, okay. Um, which I kind of knew because I've seen it in car commercials. Okay. But uh, but yeah, so all of a sudden that music hits and it's like, what? But Jeff Hardy comes out and starts like doing his dance. Like, yeah. <laughs> with like the fingers in the air, like, you know, like... <laughs> And uh, it's like, wait a minute, like, your brother's getting beat up, like, your childhood hero's getting beat up, and, like, the kid that, like, idolizes you is getting beat up, and you're out in the ramp dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Okay, so, uh, is this, are they gonna continue the whole Broken Mat thing, or? Oh, no, that, that ended a long time ago. Oh, Okay. Um, so yeah, no, Matt Hardy has just been Matt Hardy for, for quite some time. Okay. And, uh, you know, at this point I, I, I didn't watch Rampage Friday night, Okay. but, uh, I read online that, uh, the Hardys came out like in their old Hardy gear, mm. um, and you know, to the Hardy song and everything. So I'm like, okay, like clearly this is where they're going with that. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense. So you didn't have the Young Bucks in? I assume it'll be interesting. I, I was actually saying, I'm like, I wonder what do the Hardys have left in them at this point? And yeah, because they've been in the biz, what, 30 years? Pretty close to it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of knowledge on their bodies. It is. It is. Um, you know, and a lot of ladder matches and big bumps and things like that. Um, Jericho's getting busy, though. Yeah, Draco right now might be in like some of the best shape he's been in in a long time. Yeah, he definitely has more mileage on than the Hardys. More mileage, but less big bumps. Yeah, but he was spending a decent time in Japan, though, so that's a lot of strong style that probably takes you more out of you. Takes less out of you than the big bumps. Really? Yes. But you're taking big bumps in Japan because they, you know, dropping folks on their heads and all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, a little bit of that, there, there could be some of that, but I mean, like the, you know, jumping off of a 20-foot ladder through tables and stuff right. like that, like that would be really... right. uh, It's actually funny. One of my selling points uh, when I wrestle guys these days mm-hmm. is like, yes, like you're going to get hit pretty hard, but in very safe places and you're not taking any big bumps. Like I will not yes. take any bumps off of someone's bump card. Yeah, I, I have mastered uh, at this point a very safe, violent style of wrestling. Yep. Um, and, and the people that I've wrestled with using it, uh, they they've appreciated it. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah it definitely, it's a lot less damaging to get hit hard than to take a big bump. Okay. okay. Especially if it's in a safe place. So you know, you know. Uh... Kicking me right in the face. No, nope. Not kicking anyone <laughs> right in their face. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I've been know. kicked right in the face before. I know it's not pleasant. <laughs> I'm curious to see where the Hardy boys, or the Hardys, I should say, uh, go from here. I thought yeah. they would try to wrestle as long as they could to once their children of age and then go against their children. But that might I think that, I think that might be too long. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, those kids are pretty young, but um, but yeah, I guess uh, he adjusted Matt Hardy's contract though. 
Okay. Um, so that way it matches Jeff's. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, they're doing a big run. They're doing a summer tour, uh, working a bunch of indies. Okay. Um, I think they're going to be working big time wrestling this coming weekend. Okay. It's so strange how like Vince and the WWE always like like Jeff uh, because always care less about Matt. I know, right? Like it's so crazy because Matt is the one I always feel like that actually likes the business to some sort of degree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like he, you know, if he was like, you know, with you know the Federation, like I think he would probably use it more to his advantage than Jeff did. Oh, no question. If they had like the same like, you know. Prefer treatment of him, but they always like when he came in, it was like, all right, you can go. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> we just want your brother, basically. Basically. Never, like the selling point on Jeff. I never just I don't know. I can never get it. Yeah, same. Um, and I'm a big Matt Hardy fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, the Jeff Hardy thing, I guess it's the you know, the daredevil. Um, you know, he does all the crazy stuff off the ladders, the swan tongue. The, the hair, the nails, the, the makeup. Yeah, but Matt's the same way. Matt doesn't paint his nails. Matt doesn't wear, like, makeup. Um, you know, stuff like that, I think. That, okay. You know, so Jeff's just like, uh, Jeff speaks to, like, a different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Different Definitely. personality. Okay. Like the you know the types of people that like like your Darby Allens you know Darby Allen absolutely like wants to be Jeff Hardy. You think so? Uh, oh no question, he said so. Oh okay, okay. Well, he does like the crazy stuff off of ladders and all that sort of stuff. So I just picture, in fact, I uh, I it just in my head while watching something they they did on Dynamite recently, like a Dar- Darby Allen will sometimes do these vignettes. Yeah, uh, I mean, he did one where he like drove a car like off of a ramp, like into a bus. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching it, and I was like, "Where do they film this at?" And then it clicked on my head. I'm like, "I bet they do that at the Hardy compound." You think so? Yeah, because the Hardys have all that land in North Carolina, and like I remember watching the documentary on them, like one of those yep. WWE documentaries. Yeah. And they showed like Jeff ride his dirt bike around like off of all these hills and jumps and all these things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's that to me makes perfect sense." I'm like, "That they would film it there." I'm like, "They've got the space for it. Like, you're not going to get in trouble for driving a car into a bus." Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. That's <clears throat> uh, so, so. But why did he drive a car into a bus? Because he's crazy. No, but is it like for like storyline? Like, what was like the premise? Per, you know. He's he's <laughs> <laughs> they threw these vignettes with him. Like they did one where he was like hanging by his feet out of a helicopter. Like what? Yeah, like they do the stuff with Darby Allen. Like, and I think it's just like this is stuff he likes to do. <laughs> you know, so they're oh, like, wow. well, might as well film it. Like, well, what's his character? He's crazy. Like Danhausen? Not like Danhausen because Danhausen's okay. silly. Okay. Darby Allen is like he's a crazy. He, he likes he's a he's a skateboarder. Um, you know he's dark. He's like he's like the goth skateboard kid. Okay. See, I would I would thought he, that's more similar to like old CM Punk. Very different 
uh, personalities and styles. Okay. Although, speaking of old CM Punk, uh, I don't think we talked about this. Um, in his dog collar match with MJF, he came mm-hmm. out to the old uh, Ring of Honor entrance with Maseria Cantera, um, which uh, you and I actually, we saw live in Boston against him and Raven. I don't remember this. This was the early days of Ring of Honor. Okay. And uh, he did a match with Raven. And uh, I'll never forget the entrance because, like, they put the lights out and, like, uh-huh. the song is just eerie. Uh-huh. And uh, he came out, he had his hands in the X shape. And, uh, like, the song is like, love, hey, faith, something like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> not doing it justice. Yeah, I'm not doing it justice. But, uh, <laughs> But it's like, you know, this eerie kind of song and feeling. Okay. He came out to that for his MJF match. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was going to say, so no more cult of personality? I think going forward, he'll have that again. Okay. But for the dog collar match, I think he wanted to show he was in a different place, different mindset, kicking it old school. Okay. So did he have the bandage wraps around his hands with the X on him? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he came out wearing shorts. The, okay, I was gonna say the soccer or the yeah soccer shorts and yep. knee pads. Yep. Or chin pads. I think you used to wear. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Good for him. Uh, you said the match was pretty decent, right? Yeah. Yeah. The match was good. It was uh, very bloody. Um, and the finish of it was, was uh, cool. At least to me, they finally played off the uh, or I'm sorry, not played off, paid off the Wardlow uh, storyline. And what's that? What was what was Wardlow's storyline? Uh, so Wardlow has been the bodyguard of MJF um, for his whole AEW run, okay. and the storyline is MJF employs Wardlow, not AEW. Okay. And uh, but that night, earlier in the night, Wardlow was in the AEW Face of the Revolution ladder match, mm-hmm. and uh, the winner of that match—it's kind of like Money in the Bank, except it's a guaranteed shot at the TNT title mm-hmm. and uh, and you don't get to like cash it in like they tell you when it's going to be <laughs> you know but otherwise it's a ladder match and uh, you know the winner gets the TNT title shot and Wardlow won that match okay and uh, so MJF has treated Wardlow horribly like this whole time right um, and Wardlow always helps MJF win the matches and uh, so when Wardlow won that match, in theory, he's kind of become an AEW wrestler. Oh, okay, okay. So when MJF's got, got his match going on, Wardlow comes down to the ring, uh, as he normally would, to help MJF, and he had MJF's ring. Yep. Um, that MJF usually uses to win matches with. And, and Wardlow like comes down to the ring, and then he just put the ring on the apron, where Punk was able to grab it. Ah, okay. So he uh, became a babyface? Yeah, yep. He became a babyface for sure. And uh, I'm curious to see, because I don't think they addressed it on this week's Dynamite. Um, So I'm curious to see on next week's Dynamite, um, will MJF... In fact, yeah, they definitely did not address it. So I'm curious, will MJF like somehow screw Wardlow in his title match and then is Wardlow like no longer considered an AEW wrestler? You know. Oh, okay, okay. Right, should be. Uh, is the crowd behind Wardlow? 
They like, are. Do they like him? Um, they do. He's been doing this. Uh, he calls it the Power Bomb Symphony, <laughs> and uh, the the fans have been getting behind it. He uh, basically just hits his opponent with multiple power bombs, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people's like chanting "One more, one more," you know, whatever, and uh, "One more time, one more time." And he obliges. Uh, <laughs> All right. Alright, okay. Alright, cool. Um I know obviously May is, is the next WWE pay-per-view. What's the next uh AEW one since they just wrapped up the last one? Um, I think it's in May. Um and that's gonna be uh the casino. Um I can't think of what it's called now, but I'm like, oh it's like it's always at the casino and it has the casino battle royal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't think of the name of it. That's horrible. They have four pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't think of the name of this one. I'm like, they've got Revolution. They've got mm-hmm. All Out. They've got whatever this casino one is. <laughs> and, like, one other pay-per-view. Uh, oh. But, yeah, like, in May, whatever the name of the casino pay-per-view is, that's their next pay-per-view. Okay. Double okay. or nothing. Right. There we go. Double or nothing. There you go. <laughs> yes. All right, cool, cool. Well, uh, we are in the, you know, peak year wrestling, it seems like. Non-stop shows, not enough time. Yeah, seriously. And uh, Control Your Narrative, um, which is EC3 and Braun Strowman's promotion, Mm -hmm. that's already started. Okay. Uh, A lot of controversy around that promotion. Um, And uh, for those that remember, I said I had applied uh, a few weeks ago. I still have not heard back from them. Okay. But uh, at this point... Yeah, in due time. And and honestly, at this point, I'm kind of hoping to not hear back from them, at least in regards to WrestleMania weekend. Right, right, right. Because if I am to get booked on that, I mean, it kind of takes out a day from the trip, you know? Right. Um, But we'll see what happens. If it's meant to be, it'll be meant to be. And if it's not, it won't. Right. Um, But but yeah, a lot of controversy uh, behind the promotion. Um, There's a lot of rumors of uh, some political people that are backing it um, that may or may not be unsavory. And uh, there's also, I guess, the whole kerfluffle uh, with them announcing that they had a national TV deal. Yeah. And then it turns out it's like some app. (laughs) So they don't have a TV deal. Correct. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like you can't be like, oh, we've got a national TV deal, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns out it's like some app that no one's ever heard of. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, like, it's not even like Fight TV. It's like Wrestling Pro, like, something like that, like, that no one had heard of prior to this. Oh, okay. So uh, strange. Yes, yep. And uh, so uh, that was definitely a mistake on their part. Um, and I think has caused a lot of people to lose trust in the product. Already? <laughs> yeah, yep. Because, um, you know, people people are smart. Yep. And, you know, when you say you've got a national TV deal, I mean, AEW set the bar. Yeah. Do they even have a roster? Uh, at Control Your Narrative? Yeah. Um, sort of. It's got uh, Braun Strowman, EC3, Killer Cross, uh, mm-hmm. Zack Ryder. Um, and for anyone listening, I know that's not the names they some of these people go by now, but just for ease of everybody understanding who I'm talking about, I'm going to use their WWE names. 
<laughs> um, Kurt Hawkins, I think, is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some indie guys that I've never heard of. Okay. Okay. So, All right, well, you know, hopefully they can get, you know, whatever they're doing uh, off the ground. Hopefully, hopefully. I'm a big fan of the people involved. So for their sake, I hope it goes well. Um, I'm curious to see more of what the product looks like. Right. But uh, right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. 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 But all right. Well, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so I guess, uh, do you have any other tidbits in regards to any uh, rumors or news or insights in the world of professional wrestling? Uh, oh, something huge that happened this week that we did not talk about yet. Uh, it is official. Stone Cold Steve Austin is making his return. Really? Yes. Against? He will be at WrestleMania uh, doing the Kevin Owens show. Oh, okay. So I see where that's going. But the uh, rumor is that uh, he has, and, and I don't know where Dave Meltzer gets this news from. Yeah. But uh, Dave Meltzer reported that Austin has been upping his cardio tremendously as of late. Okay. So uh, it's yeah. believed he he'll he he's gonna do a match. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting because uh, he last time I saw him, he's very little. <laughs> yes, yes, I feel you. Well, that's you know, yeah, go off the cowboy's diet. We don't need to look like a uh, megastar. True. But, but with, even with his next situation, can he still get like busy in the ring? I guess we'll have to see. You know, it's going to be uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if the rumors are true, if the kind of money Saudi Arabia is offering to get him there, yep, I, I understand putting it on the line. Okay. Okay. Because um, we're talking a potential of like twenty-five million dollars over the course of two years. Yo! Wow. So yeah, that's it's a lot of cheddar. Yeah, but then you gotta look after. Is it worth it for your health wise? You can't spend that in a wheelchair. Very true. But putting it in perspective, that twenty five million dollars might be for over two years. Might be for just five matches. Okay, probably very safe matches too. Yeah, low impact. I'm sure you know, and I'm sure he gets to pick who he wants to work with and the whole deal. Right. Yeah, he's not taking any. Crazy bumps. No, he, he will not be taking any belly to belly overhead suplexes. Yeah, a lot of headlocks. <clears throat> yeah, yep. Headlocks, punching, kicking. And I mean, yeah. that's his wrestling style, anyways. Yeah, true. True. So, uh, you know, hopefully works out from uh, Austin's what? In his 50s? Yeah, he's got to be in his 50s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We always. Chain here. Let's see. Fifty-seven years old. Wow. We never knew, right? Yeah, he's fifty-seven. Goldberg is fifty-five. So the Rock, uh... Rock is forty-nine. Wow. So one more year, he hit the big five-zero. Yeah. Undertaker is fifty-six. Okay. Michaels is 56. Wow, I thought uh, Michaels would be younger than uh, Taker. Right? No, same age. Triple H is 52. Yeah, I can see that. 
Yeah, it's funny. I thought he was a lot younger than Michaels, but yeah, makes sense. Well, if Rock is 49, yeah, I can see Triple H is a couple, handful of ages and older. Yeah, yep. Especially when he was in, you know, the Federation uh, a little earlier than uh, Rock, too. True, true. Well, not even Federation. Uh, WCW is terrorizing, so. Yes. So, uh, we're, but yeah, I'll be interested to see how Stone Cold and Kevin Owens do their thing. It's probably a lot of, like you said, punches, uh, you know, Kevin Owens probably taking control of the match for majority, and then, you know, Austin does his, you know, kick, stunner, call it a day type of thing. I would imagine so. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I wonder if this guy have any other, I wonder if uh, Michaels or Taco show up since it's in Texas in some uh, sort of capacity. Well, Taker's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Who's, uh, who's bringing him in? Vince. Oh, nice. Yes. Yep. The best person to do it. Definitely. If, if if Paul Bear was still with us, he'd probably been my top choice, but Vince is a good good uh, second. Agreed. Uh, agreed wholeheartedly. Um, so that'll be cool. Uh, however, I, I feel bad for Taker. Um, I don't know if I feel bad for him, but I'm like, I just feel like this year's Hall of Fame ceremony is a throwaway thing because it's happening after SmackDown goes off the air. Oh, uh, Okay. So it's like if you buy tickets for SmackDown, you get to stay for the Hall of Fame, and I'm like, oh, right. that feels very uneventful, you know? Okay, okay. But I mean, ultimately, it's what they have to do to try to cram stuff in for because right. uh, you've got a two-day WrestleMania. Yeah. Who else is being inducted? Um, the rumor is the Steiner brothers might get inducted. Nice. Uh, yes. So that'll be pretty crazy, especially considering Big Papa Pump was banned from the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. Hey, maybe he'll plug his Shonies. <laughs> maybe. So uh, I think it- apparently he has one of only two Shonies locations that serves alcohol. Oh, wow. Ric Flair was saying Steiner's is his favorite Shonies because it's one of two that serves alcohol. You think uh, his... Uh... Uh, Rick's uh, son will induct him or someone else? That is a good question. And would they acknowledge him as Bron Breaker or as like, you know, I, mean, I don't know his first name, but Steiner? <laughs> That's also a good question. I, I think they would probably have him as Bron Breaker. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like, yeah, who inducts the Steiner? I'm going to see Scott customer out. That's not just you know, bleep bleep name seriously and someone else was announced for the Hall of Fame too but now I don't remember who it was mm, I think oh, um, yeah. Vader. Vader. yes there we go Van Vader thank you very much one of my favorites as a youngin it yeah. was unfortunate that they do it now, uh, and, you know, posthumous. Uh, it would have been better, you know, since he, well, he was still with us. For sure. That was like one of his things before he did pass that he wished that he could, you know, get inducted. And he was deserving of it. Oh, most definitely. Top five big men of all time. No doubt. You know, legendary career. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Vader was one of my favorites, too. I mean, he, he legit struck fear into me. Like... <laughs> His entrance had the Mastodon helmet, which yes. nobody could ever rock. Seriously, that thing was amazing with the steam coming out of it. Well, who, uh, is, 
Who was doing uh, moonsaults off the turnbuckle? Him or Bam Bam? Who's the first? Who's the first? That's a good question. <clears throat> if I had to guess, I'm going to guess Bam Bam was first. Okay. But Vader, I think Vader did it better and was bigger. Okay. He had more distance. Yeah. Yep. Like the guys would be close to like Mill and Matt with him. Like Bam Bam was closer to the turnbuckle. Totally. And Bam Bam kind of, well, actually, both of them, they weren't picture perfect moonsaults. So I'm not going to, you know, but, uh, and I'm not going to say anything because I'm like, you know what? I can't do a moonsault. So who am I to say? <laughs> and then obviously you had the Vader bomb top. I think his power bomb and I want to say Sid's was, I think, the most like, woof, you know, power bombs. Agreed. You know, <laughs> I, 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 would put, I would put maybe Nash's uh, Jack bomb. Jackknife, uh, and that more probably as Diesel than because when he was in NWO, did he do that a lot? Um, I mean, he did it on Big Show and nearly broke his neck. Yeah, so oh, yeah, I forgot. Well, yeah, Big Show, yeah, that was crazy. See, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he 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 like potatoed him somewhat. Yeah, but I mean, that's another. I think it's the same thing. Just a bad, you know, bad combination. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Goldberg jackknifed, uh, you know, uh, Big Show. Well, well, and that looked crazy fluid. But I mean, Goldberg, such a different level of strength. True. True, true, true. And I will never forget why. And, and it's a movie, so I mean, who knows if they were real. Mm-hmm. But uh, in, in uh, Ready to Rumble, Goldberg inclined bench pressing 315 like it's nothing. <laughs> And again, it's a movie. I will admit, like maybe it wasn't real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's actually, that, was, my head. that was a great movie. We might have to deep dive that too. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, introduce the one. T- oh no, they did an actual pay per view, but the three tier ring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh, but but yeah, going back to real quick, putting the. the Cherry top on uh, with Vader definitely deserved uh, the in- introduction into the Hall of Fame. I'd be curious to see if who will induct him though. I think it'll be his son. Is he in the business? No. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm like the only other person I could think that would be good would be Foley. Yeah, that would be good. Or Flair, or no? I don't think Flair would be good because I think Flair, number one, Flair is always about putting himself over. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you make him by himself. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, they. I mean, they had that amazing Starcade match. Right. But outside of that, I don't think they really work together too much. Okay. Yeah. So definitely Foley. Yeah. Uh, catches Jack because he did lose the ear to him. Yeah, he lost the ear to him. They worked a series of matches and things together and storylines and whatnot. So yeah, Foley would be a good one, I think. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm still uh, racking my brain on the Steiners. I'm like, yeah, who's good to induct them? Like, I can't think of any, like, standout feuds, like, where it's like, oh, the Steiners. And, like, the first thing that's coming to my mind right now is Doom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ron Simmons, he's still with us. Yeah, he's still with us. I'm that's like, crazy. That, yeah, that Butch... Uh, uh, Butch Reed. Butch Reed is past, yeah. That's what went underneath the radar. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think I even realized he passed. <laughs> I think before the pandemic. So I want to say like two years ago or maybe a year ago. For but yeah. Yeah, because Doom was the only like tag team to give the Steiners like a 
actual like whooping. Yeah, yep. You know, because they, you know, that's how I saw a mix of tag teams where they look like both intimidated, so you can never know. Yes, I feel you. Oh, wow. Butch Reed died last year. Oh, so it was 2021? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I said, I need the radar. You're right. Heart complications at age 66. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, a lot of guys of uh, they, that time probably had a lot of heart issues. For sure. For sure. I mean, that lifestyle. Yeah. And I mean, I'm taking a look at these pictures of him right now, and I'm, ooh, he was definitely on the, the Cowboys diet. I mean, also, you know, heart disease does play into genetics, though, too. For sure. For sure. Like, that's what that's what happened with Warrior. Like, his grandfather had it, his father had it, and he had the same heart condition. And I think same thing with Eddie Guerrero. It was like, a, what do they call it, an underlying heart condition or something like that. Yeah. But you add, you add the supplements to it does not help. Yeah, it's just as adding gasoline to a fire. Yes, no pun intended, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but uh yeah, like I said, Doom, oh man, when they were uh managed by Teddy Long. Yeah. When he rocked the do-rag. <laughs> Classic stuff. He actually managed a lot of teams because he had the skyscrapers, uh Sid Vicious and um Dan Spivey. Yep. He uh managed two Cold Scorpio. I believe I want to yeah he made a two goal right I'll believe that I'm like I don't exactly remember I, like he, I felt like he came down did you ever do um, Harlem Heat or was it always Sherry I think that was always Sherry okay alright uh, okay has he been inducted Teddy Long yeah yeah he's definitely been inducted what's up Paul Bear been inducted um, that is a good question. Uh, I'm trying to look it up now. Uh, oh, Teddy Long was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2017 by the APA. Oh, wow. That's sort of weird. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the Ron Simmons part makes sense. Yes. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, Bradshaw though, they just gonna just have Ron Simmons induct them. <laughs> that's very WWE. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Ah uh, man. Okay, yeah, Paul Bear was inducted in the Hall of Fame in twenty fourteen. Wow, that was a while ago. He was inducted by Kane. Oh, okay. Dude, by Kane. Yeah. <laughs> like as well. I like Not by Taker. Yeah, when take would make folks when when did okay. Well, I mean they, they had a the whole storyline when they were you know that whole brothers thing for like a quick second. Uh, but yeah, so weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically wasn't Kane his son? Right, that's what I'm saying. But like, are we doing like kayfabe like stuff? Are we doing like? <laughs> oh man. All right, all right, but uh, all right, well, it should be interesting. Um, yeah, but all right, well, we had a normal uh, ninety-minute uh, time frame. <laughs> so uh, I was gonna say before we head on out, do you, did you write anything on the uh, water jug this this week? Uh, not this morning. Uh, okay. Yesterday's water bottle. Yeah, uh, and this is actually gonna be a recurring theme. I think it's uh, play big. Okay. And, okay. Uh, the, the meaning behind that 
is uh, you know it doesn't do do anybody any justice to play small. Uh, okay. You know you need to shine your light, whatever that light is, as bright as you possibly can. Okay. All right. Cool. So, indeed, indeed. But uh, but yes. Uh, hopefully next week we will be back on Sunday morning water bottles with uh, some more sleep. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this weekend took a toll on me. Um, as the last weekend took a toll on me. Um, so hopefully next weekend won't take as much of a toll. That week of the 18th will though. Yeah, I mean, you know, but but the plus side is the, that show on the 19th is at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. So in theory, I should be home like by nine. Okay. Right, Hopefully, it's like a nice two-hour show, six to eight, and uh, get out of there and head home, grab some Taco Bell or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> call the night. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, well, if you want to take us out on that note, yes, sir. Everybody, enjoy. Enjoy your day. Uh, it's actually a nice sunny Sunday over here. How's it over there? It's just sunny as well. Nice. Yeah. Yesterday was snowing. Did you get any snow? Uh, a little bit, but mostly rain. Okay. Word, word. Um, so, yeah, it's a nice change to see the sun. So, I hope uh, everybody, whatever day it is or whatever time it is that you're listening to this, I hope that it's been a good day, a positive day, a happy day. Um, we're wishing everybody positivity, happiness, and health. Uh, that's that's the theme going forward for everybody. Uh, you know, let's not have any more heart attacks and deaths and broken necks or anything like that. I feel like this was kind of a morbid conversation today, thinking about <laughs> things that we talked about. But uh, yeah, so let's hope everybody's got happiness, health, and healing. Um, I'm with it. Word. But as we say every week, you could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here listening to us. And for that, we appreciate you. I am not recording in my normal location. Uh, so as a result of that, I do not have my normal bell situation. Uh, but we are going to make shift and we will make it work. And uh, here we go. Here we go. Like we always do about that time. One. Two, three.